Hello fellow adventurers and welcome back to the Nerd Lab where we transform our gaming passion into incredible game designs and learn how to nerd like a boss. My name is Marvin and I am an ambitious game designer on my quest to develop a cooperative fantasy card game. For this podcast, my vision is to take you with me on this exciting journey. Together we will explore the secrets of different game mechanics and reach the next level as a game designer. When I started this podcast last year, one of my goals was to use it as a platform to talk about the design process of my own game and my personal journey as a game designer. My hope was that you as my listeners would keep me accountable on my way of designing my first board game and producing this podcast. Since then I have produced 25 episodes of this podcast and interviewed really, really smart and successful people of the industry. I analyzed many game design topics in great detail and always tried to create content that is not only helpful for my own journey but also for yours. Um, and I really enjoyed the production of the first 25 episodes of this podcast and especially um, talking to all the guests and um, the listeners. But somehow, as you have probably noticed, I have lost my consistency. Um, I took a longer break from um, producing podcast episodes and for me losing consistency is pretty hard um, because it's probably the worst kind of failure. Uh, producing a bad episode is way better than producing nothing at all. If you don't produce anything, there is nothing to learn from, nothing to build up on. And that is very disappointing for the listeners and for me as well. I strongly believe that doing something consistently is the number one way of improving and being successful. And that's also a reason why I'm so disappointed that I wasn't able to produce a podcast episode for the last weeks. Um, because I want to improve and I want to be successful with the podcast and my game. And I'm pretty sure that you uh, have had similar situations in your life as well, where you wanted to achieve something, but you somehow lost your habit of doing it constantly. Um, And that's why I want to use this episode today to talk about the question how to be consistent as a game designer. Because I want to find my consistency again and I want to find it for the podcast and for my game design journey. Let's start by talking about what consistency actually is and um, why it is important. This is not by far not an official definition, but for me consistency is the ability to perform a task um, in the same way or on a regular basis. For the podcast, this concept could mean producing one episode per week. But it could also mean producing one episode per month, depending on your goals and your schedule. If you perform the same task repeatedly over and over again, the natural thing that will happen is that you improve in that skill. And if you've done it a number of times, you will... Um, you will probably be able to do it more or less automatically because it is a habit now for you. You are used to it. And this is exactly what we want to achieve. We want to make a habit out of um, our task that we want to do regularly. Do you remember the advice that Cory Konieczka gave us on this podcast? I think it was episode 22 where he talked about the one thing that you need to know as a game designer. And he mentioned that you need grit. You need the ability to push through obstacles. And 
if you have installed a habit of working on your game consistently, this will really help you to push through these difficult times where um, you run into some problems that are not so easy to, to solve. Imagine the following situation. Let's say Wednesday evening is your game design evening where you work on your game. So, but this Wednesday you come home and you are really exhausted because you had a very, very hard day at work. So the newest episode of your favorite Netflix show sounds way more satisfying than working on your current design challenge. This is also the moment where uh, self-doubt kicks in where you think about well, maybe I'm not able to solve this problem at all or will this game ever be published or not I don't know so in this moment which decision do you take often you do not take a decision at all because you make these kind of decisions on autopilot you do not make them consciously and this is one of the major problems why we are not successful because we, we are on autopilot and many of these very, very small decisions, but very important decisions, are made without us thinking about the long-term um, implications of them. We are often choosing, this is typically human by the way, we are often choosing the short-term satisfaction over our long-term goals. This effect um, that we prefer a short-term satisfaction to a long-term one comes from prehistoric times when we humans had still had to fight for survival. When it was even more important to find food to survive now than to think about what kind of education we need to, to make it as far as possible in life. Nowadays, most of us would benefit from one or two meals less um, and some education more, but... At that time, this ability was a basic building block for survival, and we still have this in us. So, if you lost somehow your consistency, as I did, um, the biggest challenge isn't that we have intentionally been making the bad choices. Well, that would be way too easy to fix. Um, the biggest challenge is that we've been sleepwalking through our choices. Half of the time, we are not aware of making them. But if we can break out of it somehow, it can really help us to achieve our ambitious goals. If we are able to make these kind of decisions more consciously and therefore make the right decisions more often, then we can achieve a true compound effect. And the compound effect is um, a book that I have read some years ago. Um, and the compound effect stands for a principle of reaping huge rewards from a series of small but smart choices. And today I want to talk a little bit about how we can use this compound effect for um, our game design and also for me um, to produce this podcast more consistently. So the goal is to make the right decisions even in difficult situations. The only way to achieve this is by being consistent in our methods, habits and in our way of thinking. So finding consistency can really help us to push through the hard times and periods um, of personal doubt. Um, it starts with building a more stable and consistent way of living and extends outwards into other areas of our life. But how do we get there? Um, first, 
the first and most important thing is to commit to change. I think we first have to define our why. Why do we really want to change something? It is important that you make um, a conscious, willful declaration to yourself about your desired outcome. I do this by writing down five reasons uh, why I want to achieve consistency. In my case, um, I want to feel some kind of accomplishment instead of feeling uh, like I wasted my time after procrastination. Um, in the end, I want to really I want to publish a game. That's what I want to do, and um, I want to produce this podcast frequently, um, and I want to make game design more than a hobby in the future. And I really want to build um, strong relationships with other game designers. So whatever your reasons are for seeking consistency, um, you should use them to help you, um, to motivate you. Um, anytime you start to doubt yourself or question your efforts, uh, think about how much better your life will be once you achieve your, your goals. So getting clarity about your why will help yourself to believe that the results will be worth your efforts. Um, in past episodes, I briefly explained my goal-setting methods. Um, and when you somehow lost your flow and your consistency in the way I did, and, um, it's always um, a good idea to go back and read your goals and maybe redefine them if necessary. This will be the best way of um, bringing you back on track. If you don't have goals yet, I strongly recommend to take the time to, to do so. I'm always surprised how much energy and willpower I get from consciously committing to my goals. It really helps me to pursue my desired outcome and push harder to achieve my goals. As soon as you know what you want to achieve and why, it is important to create the right environment. The truth is, you simply won't be able to find consistency as a game designer without commitment and without the right habits. Um, these things can take time, so don't be frustrated if you have um, to force yourself to do these things in the beginning. Be patient um, and don't give up. The good thing is, we do not really um, need to consciously make the right decisions for a long time. It will start to feel natural once we get used to our new habit. Um, I can't remember where, but I somewhere read um, it takes more than 20 days until a new habit is formed and um, transformed into a consistent routine. It probably depends on what kind of habit you want to create, but for me it, it typically takes around about 10 repetitions before um, it really gets easier. Until then, it is very important to maintain a constant drive to pursue consistency. Um, when I started to think about my new game design and podcasting habits, um, it became clear that I need two things to change. So first, I need to make sure I regularly get time for my tasks. And secondly, I need to make sure I use this time efficiently. Um, that means I need to focus. And if you struggle to identify what is currently holding you back from achieving those things, it can be very helpful to spend a day or two to record everything you do. 
For example, write down um, the start and end times for every activity, no matter how small. At the end of the day, you will have a list telling you exactly how you spend the day. I did this by using um, a time tracking app called Toggle. Um, and as most people, I spend way too much time with unnecessary things such as checking my phone for news, mails or my Instagram feed. Um, procrastination is my number one enemy and it is probably high on your list as well. Um, also high on the list is, um, on my list is gaming. Um, and in my case, um, this currently was Dota Underlords, um, as well as um, yeah, media consumption. So watching Netflix, for example. Um, and during the most productive times in my life, um, I have reduced those activities to a minimum. And the idea behind this time tracking task is really to identify um, your bad habits um, to get rid of them um, in order to make space for your um, new good habits that you want to add to your life to have the time um, to consistently work on your games. So try to find the unproductive time slots um, you could use to transform into productive time. In my case, for example, um, the result is very clear. In the evenings, I'm usually um, super KO from my job and the time I spend with my kids um, that I cannot really find the necessary willpower to work on my goals. Instead, I play Dota Underlords um, or just sit on the couch, scrolling through my Instagram feed. Willpower is a very tricky thing anyway. There is research that proves that willpower is some kind of limited resource. Consider it just like a resource in game design. Um, this means that every decision you make during the day that is influenced by your willpower costs you a bit of that limited pool and there's almost no way to refresh that pool during the day. It's a bit like a small muscle in your head that you are using and that is exhausted at some point. For me, that point is typically in the evening when I have to decide between my couch and the nerd lab, which is actually a room in my basement um, in which I work on this podcast and my games. In the beginning, when you start a new project, like a new game that you want to design, you're typically very hyped about that topic. So you do not need much willpower to um, make the decision that you want to work on that game. But at some point during the design process, you will get to a point um, where it will be more difficult. Um, these are typically the times where you uh, struggle and have some kind of obstacles you need to um, get out of the way. Um, and in these times, it can require much more willpower to... Um, make the decision to work on your game. And if you have used up your entire willpower, so your willpower resource is depleted at the end of the day, and you want to make that decision at that point, you often subconsciously take the wrong decision. And that is what happened to me in the past. But now that I'm aware of my wrong choices and the reason behind those choices, I can make the adjustments. 
For my situation, I see two options which I want to implement. I want to exchange the unproductive hours in the evening for productive hours in the morning. By getting up early, I can add a time slot to my day in which I am more or less undistracted because the kids are still sleeping, um, no one is um, writing me messages on my phone um, and I still have the willpower to work on the podcast and the game instead of uh, watching Netflix or playing games. In the past, I have uh, had incredible results by getting up at 5 a.m. in the morning. Um, after performing a, a very small morning routine with some sports and um, drinking um, a lot of water, um, I then at least have one hour of focus time. And um, you will really be surprised what you can achieve in one hour if you consistently have this one hour every single day. In return, you, of course, have to get to bed earlier. For me, that is about 10 p.m. But getting to bed early is usually very hard for me, um, even harder than getting up in the morning. But after a few days, um, it will adjust um, automatically because you will be so tired. Um, since some days I've actually um, started to get up early again um, and it's actually at the moment it's 5 o'clock and 43 minutes in the morning where I record this podcast and I'm full of energy and still have a lot of willpower um, to push these projects forward. The second change I want to implement is to um, add some triggers in the evening to make sure that I don't subconsciously make the wrong decisions because I can't bring up um, the required willpower anymore. Um, and when I talk about triggers, I mean everything in my environment that can help me to make the right decision. Um, the key is to eliminate willpower entirely by setting up systems that avoid as much willpower as possible. Let me give you some examples. Um, if you want to get up early, set your alarm um, and put the phone across the room so you have to get up to turn it off. That's a very simple trick that helps me um, to not press the snooze button for 50 times. Um, so if you want to um, use a specific time slot more efficiently, um, set an appointment in your calendar. Um, for me, this means that I will schedule more interviews um, with um, for this podcast in the evenings. Um, this meeting will keep me then accountable and uh, I don't need to make the decision between procrastination and um, working on the game um, in the evening because I made that decision already earlier when I planned that um, telco slot. Other triggers could be to put your game design equipment um, at a location you typically go to in the evening. Let's say on your couch or your table. Um, you will, When you go there, you will see the equipment and this will trigger something in your head. And you will then make the decision what you are going to do more consciously um, and not as automatic as usually. Um, let's say... You, um, you want to make progress with your playtesting, you should already start to schedule the next three events, for example, and tell other people about it. These are kind of um, triggers and um, 
methods to keep you accountable to what you want to achieve. And this is very helpful. In addition to triggers for your good habits, you could also add some barriers to your bad habits. For example, you could deinstall um, that computer game that you spent way too much time with, or you could cancel your Netflix subscription or block some websites that you do not really need, that do not really add value to your overall goals. So in the end, it's all about focus. We need to focus on our game design task in order to push through um, the difficult times. But you need to be aware of the times in which you can lose your consistency. Um, and this is probably the last thing I want to mention today um, because this is exactly what happened to me. Um, I typically lose consistency um, once I lose my habit of doing something. From my experience, this can happen when either the circumstances change or when we come to some kind of roadblock that is difficult to overcome. And in the past, for this um, project, both of these things happened to me. Um, I went back into my very demanding day job after my parental leave. Um, this meant that from one day to the other, um, I had a lot less time for the podcast and my game design. And I totally neglected to adapt my habits and routines to that new life situation. And that is how I lost my flow. In addition to that, I encountered some design challenges, which I wasn't able to find answers for easily in my game. Um, this is the moment, or this was the moment, in which self-doubt and anxiety kicks in. Um, you typically then start to question everything you have done so far instead of pushing forward into the right direction. And when I break out of my routines, it is very likely for me to get completely off the rails. Um, typically, I replace my positive habits then with worse ones and fill up the time um, and space in my life with um, extreme procrastination. Usually, for me, this is in some form of a computer game. In this case, uh, Dota Underlords, which is a good game, by the way. Um, so... What I want to say here is be aware of these times of change and roadblocks um, in your life situation. Um, if something will happen to you like this, make sure that you adjust your habit. Don't just try to do the same habit over and over again if your current life situation does not support it anymore. Um, so for me, for example, I now need to... Um, get up at 5 a.m. in the morning to find the required time to push my projects forward. Maybe this is the same for you, but maybe it's something completely different. So, and um, today I really focused on the topic of uh, finding the time to, to work on your, on your projects, on your game. Um, but maybe you want to add some other important habits to your daily routines. Um, which are important for game designers. So, for example, um, another habit that I think is very important is um, reading and um, listening to podcasts like this. Um, I feel reading and absorbing um, information from other people is the ultimate skill for you um, and for me as well, for everyone. 
there is so much everyone can learn from um, from successful game designers and um, other people um, that I think it is very very important, especially as a game designer, to um, to absorb the ideas and information from others. And this will definitely help you to be a better game designer. Um, the the next habit, for example, can also be um, playing games. Um, that sounds obvious in the beginning because um, everyone who designs games likes to play games. But I think there is much we can learn from um, playing a lot of different games and different kind of games. Um, for me, this habit looks a little bit different. I typically do not play a huge amount of games, but I enjoy reading the rules of a lot of games. So maybe it makes sense to um, to add to your uh, to your habit or routines that you read one rule book per week, for example. Just an idea. Um, the next habit that would be help or is helpful for game designers is um, to keep some kind of idea log. You typically have a lot of ideas popping to your head when you think about a design challenge. Um, and many of those ideas can be helpful for other game designs in the future, even if they are no, not applicable for your current situation. I have used different tools to um, to uh, lock my ideas. For example, I've used uh, Google Spreadsheets, I have used Google Docs, um, and currently using um, uh, OneNote. Um, however you want to make it, uh, I, I think it is very important to um, track your ideas and use them in the future. Another habit which I find helpful um, is uh, walking. So when I struggle to find an idea for a design challenge, I typically try to take a walk um, through the forest. And by doing so, I typically get some new ideas. I really sometimes need this change of environment. Um, doesn't need to be walk it can be something different some people get the best ideas when they take a shower um, but it is for me the time i spend alone in the nature that helps me quite a lot to um, formulate new ideas another important habit can be to really step off and take a little rest from your game design from time to time um, otherwise you will exhaust so If you want to plan this ahead, you could maybe say, um, okay, I really want to be consistent. I want to work six days a week on, on, my, on my game every day. But then on the seventh day, I will take a break. I will do it differently on that day just to get a little bit of rest. I think this is important as well because we are here for the long run and um, we do not want to exhaust um, early one. And... Maybe one of um, the most important habits is to to add some kind of feedback in your game design process. And typically this can be done by uh, playtesting or um, just by talking about your your game idea, but maybe pre uh, presenting your elevator pitch to someone else. So um, maybe it makes sense to uh, schedule one touch point a week with another game designer to talk about your process that you have made during that week. What comes to my mind here is um, maybe a little mastermind group with two, three, four, five game designers um, that meet once a week um, 
yeah, just to simply talk a little bit about their games um, and what their process was this week. Um, this feedback can be incredibly helpful for, for everyone. Okay, that's pretty much what I wanted to talk about today. Um, when I have to summarize um, all the nonsense that I have uh, talked about, um, I would say um, working daily on your game is maybe the number one habit that you want um, want to implement. Um, then you also want some kind of routine to continuously keep learning. Read books, uh, read rule books of other games, um, play games, um, listen to podcasts. Uh, somehow make sure that this is um, a habit that you have implemented in your life as well. Because you really want to build on the ideas of others some kind of way steal their ideas and make them even better and to do so it's very important to also have some kind of mechanism or system to 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 track your ideas and lock them for the future um, and also make sure that you get the required rest from time to time though you do not exhaust and then add some kind of feedback uh, loop to your design process uh, and you are good to go so before this episode comes to an end, I have to ask you for something. Um, let me tell you that I am one of the biggest believers um, that consistency is the ultimate key to success. However, many people struggle to achieve this consistency and so do I. Um, I know how valuable it is, but it is always difficult to sustain it on a day-to-day -day basis. The routines I talked about today are definitely the difference that separates the most successful designers from everyone else. Um, these habits are easy to start, but they are very difficult to maintain on a regular basis. And that's why I think it's inevitable to have someone with whom you can tackle these challenges together. And that's exactly one of the reasons why I started the NerdLab community at all. To support each other in these kind of challenges. And in order to do so, I now have created a NerdLab Discord server, which we can use to talk to each other and keep us accountable to our habits. I would love to see some people there who want to join me in implementing these new habits. So do you want to get up at 5am as well? Join me on the Discord server and um, believe me, a challenge like this is way easier in a group. Maybe we can even post a brief message every morning to show that we are not alone in this. Um, I would really want to see on the Discord that we form some sort of mastermind group there. Um, or even multiple groups of four to five people that meet once per week for um, an hour or so to talk about their game design process um, and help each other out um, um, to not get as stuck and not get off the rails um, as I did in the past. If anyone here would be interested in being involved in something like this, please join the Discord server by clicking that link in the show notes or send me a short email to marvin at nerdlikeaboss.com and I will reply with the instructions how to join. I will definitely be part of um, the mastermind group there and help you out to organize everything you need um, 
to meet on a regular basis. So that's it for this week. Story that you had to wait for so long for the new episode. And thank you, thank you, thank you um, for your patience and that you are still here. I really appreciate that. Um, and I also appreciate all the messages that I got um, from you, the listeners, who asked me when the new and next episode will uh, will be um, produced and go live. Um, that really helped me to um, to push myself to to produce the next episode. Uh, and um, maybe I can return that favor um, over at Discord um, to keep you accountable to your goals as well. So that's it for. This week, if this was uh, the first episode you listened to, you should probably know that um, this was not a typical episode for the Nerd Lab podcast. Um, typically, we talk a little bit more about uh, game mechanics and board games in detail. Uh, but I think personal development is also a topic that is very important for game designers um, in order to be successful. So don't forget... To get up at 5 a.m. tomorrow, uh, don't make any excuses. Uh, leverage that compound effect and nerd like a boss. And join the Discord server.